So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. This is Matt Bailey alongside my critique companion crime, Ricardo Medina. Hola, hola. And this is our second annual, I guess, um, Oscar special, where right. we talk about the Academy Awards that just took place. Well, at least in our case, it took place um, a couple nights ago. So, we are going to share right. our thoughts on the 90th Academy Awards. Yeah, boy, 90 years have come and gone. Right. Um, in addition to that, we'll also talk about the winners, or at least the 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 um the, the nominated films, and you know um, actors and actresses, and cast and crew who won for the respective awards, and you know for the for the major ones, we'll just share our thoughts on you know just what we thought about it, um, what we thought about the the wins, was it worth it? Did they really deserve the wins? And just overall, what we thought about the event. Right. Um, but before we, we we do that, uh, just a couple of things. Um, just a little pre ramble here. I see Disney Disney um cranking that 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 trailer that trailer machine by the just putting right. out like trailer after trailer. Um case in point, uh during Sunday night's recording, um broadcast I should say of the Academy Awards, they dropped that trailer, well actually the first trailer for Mary Poppins Returns. Right. Yeah, yeah starring Emily Blunt of all people is like wait. Right. Emily Blunt? What? <laughs> okay. Well, I knew, I knew this was, yeah, this was old news, but I didn't see the trailer until then. I, got, I just, we just saw a picture, it was looking kind of cool at the time, and that was about it, I think. Yeah. But, um, but I, I, I saw it, I thought it was, well, I'll watch it on the, the Sunday night, and I thought it was, it was pretty interesting. I won't call myself the biggest fan of, of Mary Poppins, um, reason yeah. being, admittedly, I haven't watched the entirety of that movie yet, I know, sooner, but I will eventually. Um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just, like, me and, and Disney movies have like this real rocky history. Like I know there's like fans, you know, people that just love the old films now. But like right. for me it's just like I, I more love the, the nineties and two thousands Disney films, but the stuff like from the sixties and fifties and seventies I just never got into. So I saw uh, I seen this thing and I'm like, Well, all right, well, you know, Disney trying to do the whole revival thing when in this case it's like a reboot or soft reboot kind of Right. In my head, I asked myself, um, but why Mary Poppins? So, like, that movie came out, like, back in the 60s. So, what's the point of this? But it's Disney, so I trust them. So, I know it's going to be uh, a, a great product anyhow you take it. Right. Yeah. Um, any any thoughts on the trailer? Or is just, it just yeah, kind of came uh, for you? Not, again, not, not particularly special. I, again, not a big fan of the original Mary Poppins. It was interesting. Again, you, you get the technical. At the time, it was really impressive technically. Yes, yes. And yeah, that's about it. I mean, I was never a big fan of the character. Never really give a shit about the whole um, flying umbrella thing. Yeah, and which was, yeah, which was parody to death since that movie came out. Sorry? Which was parody to death since that movie came out. Exactly. And yeah. well, the only time you, you know, the joke become relevant is because of um, Yondu, right? So mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, it, uh, when it comes, it'll come. Right? I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't say I'm emotionally attached to this one. Yeah. Um, and. 
I, I just wondering if this is like Disney's new um like plan for this year. So we 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 putting out we putting out the the MCU and the Star Wars stuff early, like yeah. putting the summon stuff and like for Christmas we're gonna go full nostalgia. So along with Mary Poppins Returns, we're gonna hit you with Christopher Robin, which the trailer of which actually came yeah. out um about a few minutes before we we met up online here via right. Skype. Um. This one caught me completely by surprise. I didn't even know this was this was a reality. Um, I looked at the trailer. I see Ewan McGregor is playing um, Christopher Robin, an right. older version of him, of course. Um, more much grown up. He has a family and stuff. And yeah, we do see Winnie the Pooh. And I'm not even gonna use this time here to talk about the the, the character design of Pooh. I mean, Pooh looks exactly how you expect it to be, like an right. actual teddy bear come to life. Like it's right. no Paddington, but it looks the way how it's supposed to. But right. I'm not even gonna waste time to talk about. Well, it doesn't look the way how it's supposed to in the com in the, in the cartoons and shit. Like I don't have time right. for that. But it looks good. But once again, it's like um, these nostalgia pieces again, though. Like what <laughs> you know, we come on this. Week? Well, in the case of Winnie the Pooh, because they had the animated movie that came out a while back. I forget yeah. which. Um, I, I think it was a so, few years was? ago. I and funny thing is, I never seen it. And I, I, yeah, I actually yeah. love Winnie the Pooh, like the the, yeah, the yeah, series I, I, I grew up I'm a fan of the animated series in the yeah. 90s, I think. Me too, me too. Um, but I just yeah, never uh, got around to watching the movie or or yeah, even yeah, a Tigger I, movie, actually. I know there was a Tigger movie, but I never watched right. it. Yeah. No, I saw I saw the animated movie. Yeah, that was great. I uh, thought it was like next to perfect. Um, yeah, this one going to be like basically Toy Story, but older. Like, right. <laughs> is the idea of, well, what's happening when you grow up and you're moving on and what are you going to do with it? Um, I, I admittedly didn't see the trailer just yet at the time it was recording, but yeah, I expect this one to uh, be good and work. Again, I am emotionally attached to this. I'd like to see uh, what they do with it, how they make it work. But again, if it, if it, you know, if it gonna do the same level of spirit as Paddington, then yeah, uh, hype for this one. Right. Okay. So now we just now we're finally gonna jump in into the um, into the Academy Awards. Um, but before we get to the to the nominees themselves, I'll just talk about the the ceremony itself um you know with, with jimmy kimmel hosting and stuff i thought that you know as a host he he did a, a decent job like he didn't blow my way i don't know like i just never really find myself saying well you know this one host was bad you know uh unless you, you talk about like the jokes he's cracking and whatnot i thought that joke wise he had a lot of hits he had a few misses especially around the beginning he had a few misses uh, i spotted them uh, but I thought that he was okay. Um, uh, right. Well, I like the, the moment where he brought in the whole prices right segment, where basically it's like um, Elmer, yeah, yeah, where where basically it's like if you deliver the shortest acceptance speech, you <laughs> win, you'll automatically win um, a, a jet ski. Right. Um, but other than that, though, I mean, his his um his him being the MC, I mean, I had no problems with that. Um, there were lots of like, um, well, I mean, was special. Um, presenters basically like I saw Rita Moreno I saw Eva Marie Saint and I uh, sorry I was like wait she's still alive <laughs> um, who else we saw yeah. um, we saw Jane Fonda actually um, yeah. and you know last but not least we also saw the dynamic duo Bonnie and Clyde themselves for the yeah. second time in a row Warren Betty and Faye Dunaway <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like that the Academy brought them back in so it's like a, a kind of Steve Harvey example kind of thing where it's like yeah okay if, if if God if God forbid you guys do pass away the last thing we want the last memory we want of you guys in terms of um pop culture is flubbing the awards last year you know what I mean so at yeah. least we bring it back or they redeem all themselves or they had a little fun or they was laughing and smoking we get okay it was fine 
So, Ricardo, any thoughts on the overall ceremony? Apart from who won and stuff, let's talk about the, the ceremony itself. Like, any thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, uh, overall boring show. Uh, actually, I, 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 I actually admit to it. It, it, it was kind of, it was, it was compared to last year and a couple of, yeah, but yeah, it was pretty, nothing about it was interesting. Almost everything was pretty predictable in terms of all the wins, except, I mean, the only kind of surprise was uh, John Peel's win, yeah, which we will uh, get to in a bit, don't worry. Um, right, one thing um, before I forget, though, one thing before I forget, them montages, way. there's one right. particular you montage for celebrating 90 years of the of, of, of movies. I thought yeah. it was just goddamn impressive, though. I really love that. Yeah. Yeah. And the little segments for, like, best supporting actor, actress, actor, actress, all that stuff, the, the little montage that they had in between. Um, I thought they, those, were, those were well handled as well. But I do agree with you, Ricardo. It was just kind of by the numbers for me. I was just like, uh, well, all right. Gal Gadot is there. Um, Guillermo del Toro is there. They went right. to some cinema while people trying to watch freaking A Wrinkle in Time. It's like, hey, we're right. going to stop the show. And it's like, hey, guys, look at us. Let's shoot hot right. dogs and stuff like that. Like, And I don't know about you, Ricardo. Maybe you thought the same thing. But to me, I was like, like, like the whole ceremony just stopped for this. Like, it just literally came to a abrupt halt just to do this now. I'm like, why, Joe? Right. This, is, this is VMA kind of shit, Joe. Like, you don't do that, you know? Um, but yeah, but yeah, can continue about the ceremony, about your thoughts? Yeah, no, as I said, it, it, most of it felt flat. Because I, I watched it and alongside uh, Corey Coleman's live stream. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was watching bits and pieces of it. But his, for some reason, when I was watching, it was like a, like about a minute or two minutes um, um, before. Like, when I was watching on TV, it was uh, two minutes faster than Well, no, uh, they couldn't do it live, live. Okay, so okay, well, derp. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, this was this was just a by-the-numbers thing. Everything, again, all the, all the wins was predictable wins. Um, you know, it was kind of out in the open. Nothing that was interesting. Like, uh, look, Del Toro had, he's the last of the three. And he goes to not get awards, so they give him that. And he get two. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I was just a little underwhelmed with all the things. I think the only issue was... Um, yeah, my only issue was that I wasn't really feeling Shape of Water's best film, but that yeah, just me. We will talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Well, finally, before we get to nominees, uh, the performances. I thought the performances were were good. Right. Okay. Um. Mary J. Blige killed it, in my opinion. But you know, I right. mean, it's Mary J. Blige. Come on. Um. I thought that the the song from um from Marshall, you know, uh, which common I forgot that lady's name. I thought that performance was pretty good, but this is the first time I actually heard the song, so I was like, okay, well, all right, it's common doing this thing, you know. Um, but to me, the performance that that really stood out the most was the the one for that song from the Greatest Showman. Um, first time I actually heard the song because um I, I kind of avoided the movie, uh, but I thought that that performance uh, was was pretty right. decent as well. Second place comes to to um to Coco. I remember when they mentioned Miguel's name, and I was like, "Okay, Miguel, something, all right." Well, some some Spanish dude, and then I realized it's freaking Miguel. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, Miguel, Miguel yeah. the 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 yeah. R&B star. Like, what? Okay, all right. right yeah. like, you know, I, I thought that was that performance was was, was decent. Performances right. overall uh, were decent. For me, um, well, I, I actually sat down to watch um, Call Me by Your Name before the awards. Okay, and uh, what what do you think about the the movie? Sufjan, right, Sufjan Stevens. His song stood out now, so I, I and his performance was pretty good. I thought. Yeah, I, I really really d- I dug it. I actually like this song a bit more now, like you know that kind of quiet acoustic style. But I yeah, guess yeah. that's the point of it. And when yeah. you think about the lyrics and the melody, it's it's really nice though, really heartfelt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but but uh, we talked about the yeah, movie yeah, though. And um, it, well, in in contrast to the film, it worked a lot well, uh, and well, the film was pretty good. So yeah. Uh, 
So they, they made that work with it. And that, that was about it. I, again, this award's nothing really stood out for me um, overall. It's just they had a, lot of, a bunch of bits that we see before. Like, okay, we see Alan do this before, and we see things. And even Jimmy kind of repeat himself a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was about it. I mean, the only person who was, was, was interesting, um, what I call him, um, Christopher Walken. Right, yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, and yeah. he was all right. He was kind of interesting. And yeah, that's about it. It's like people talking about him. Yeah. Uh, well, the only big big thing in the night is when um, um, Frances McDowell, she talked about the idea of, um, oh gosh, when she talked about the, the contract thing now, which is yeah. basically, uh, again, I'm probably misrepresenting it, but it's basically um, affirmative action for, for Hollywood now. Right, right, right. Um, and I remember she said that, you know, the two words thing, and I think, like, me yeah, and a bunch of other people she mentioned, yeah kind of had to go to google and inclusion like, rider right inclusion inclusion what sorry inclusion rider right and i don't know i think it was me and some other people around the world was like okay what the hell is that all right let me go up from google right yeah what basically, basically for what i understand it's um basically for what i understand again I, again I, I might be misrepresented but it, it comes across that if i understand it's it's because basically affirmative action in hollywood so it's it's to make sure it's a kind of clause to make sure you hire certain types of people. Okay, so it shows that that they always get jobs and they don't have to right, go right. Out it's, to it's, the, the it's, it's stipulations and contracts. Right. Okay. Um. Well, yes. Yeah, so another. I can't really say they stood out the most to me, but as far as pre, um, presentations go, um, I thought that Tiffany Haddish brought some right some nice blackness. You know, some black humor into it. Um, yeah, she's funny. Pretty much out uh, out outshining my uh, my Rudolph in my opinion. Um, right, so that that was a great bit. Um, and then somebody made a really great joke after the fact. You say, um, that awkward moment when you're gonna get mushroom mushroom omelette later that night. Now they show, <laughs> I and then they cut to um, she husband, well, my boy now, PTA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. Well, it, it kind of have a kind of deeper joke meaning because she's dressed up like a lot like the famous artist um, Marina Abramovich now. Oh, okay, so, okay. a little in joke there. Right. Uh, yeah, and uh, that, this again, this award was really nothing to talk about. It really yeah, felt flat. True, true, true. Um, I was going to mention uh, also too um, with Judy Foster and, and Jennifer Lawrence. You know, people was like, right. okay, what happened to Judy's leg? And is Jane right. that that tall though? I was like, wow, she, right. she like, because I, I know Judy Foster is like five foot something, but I didn't know. Because, <laughs> like, compare, compare, uh, comparison really. Um, yeah, Je- yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, I think, is five nine or something. Jeez, like, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so. All that aside, let's just jump into the to the actual winners and stuff, right? So, yeah. Best Supporting Actor, the first award given, um, of course, we picked it, Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Right. I was well glad for that. I called that out. I'm glad he, went, he won. Um, I know, you know, just just seeing him earn that, though. Sorry. Seeing him win that, though, you know, it, it makes me smile. I was, I was glad for him, you know. First win, first Oscar he ever he ever received. Uh, best Makeup and Hairstyling, Darkest Hour, duh, called that out, too. Right. Best costume design. This is kind of funny. Um, Phantom yeah, Tread. Yeah, yeah, I was like, well, eh, well, I guess I, I, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, it's about clothes, so why not, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, well, I know you probably felt it. That was the only award that um, that Phantom Tread won, though. Or the only Oscar yeah, yeah, and I, again, and, and not that surprised because I, I couldn't see what else it could have won other than that and maybe director, but that was about it. Yeah, what about best actor or best supporting actress? Nah. I, I couldn't I, like I like I liked um you know taking that but right, I, I didn't see lose. them winning. 
I, I like everything else in that, but I, I couldn't see them winning over it. Now again, it's it's predictable who gonna win in terms of best now. You know, so like I, I really like uh um call she the girl who was the sister now. Uh but yeah, she, Les, um, Leslie Manville, yeah. Right, but she compared to Alison Janey, nope, Alison Janey's gonna win. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, um same thing with, with director. Like again, PTA could have won and I would like them to have won, but again, compared to Guillermo, nope, not gonna win. Yeah. Uh and well, best film itself, I suppose, maybe, but yeah, I couldn't see it. Well, Shape of Water, I think, was cl- close to the best in that category. Like, I'd have put Call Me Your Name above that and and Phantom Job above it. But again, not yeah. surprised. It, well, we, so. we, we, we'll talk about that when, when we get there. Um, best documentary feature. Um, one right. that I haven't seen, but now that I, now that I, won, now that I actually do want to see it, um, Icarus. Right, yeah. Yeah, um, the only one that I saw in that category was Strong Island, which I thought was pretty good, but... Um, right. I wasn't really expecting that to win Best Documentary Feature, to be honest. Um, right. Best Sound Editing and, and Sound Mixing, of course, went to Dunkirk. I call yeah, that. Yeah, not surprised. Um, uh, I saw some people kind of was arguing, well, you know, Baby Driver should have won, but, you know, Baby Driver, yeah. because it relied so much on its soundtrack to, music. to sell, you know, the music, exactly. uh, to sell the, yeah. the flow of the story, you know what I mean? And yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. I don't count the sound editing. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, Best Editing went to Dunkirk. You know, right? Not surprised again. Not surprised again. And you know, people once again will be like, you know, Baby Driver did that editing so so. You know, in no, look, Baby Driver's Baby Driver's nice and stuff, stylish, but, you know. Yeah, Baby Baby Driver's nice and stylish, stylish, you know. But what Dunkirk did was like on a whole other level, now. Yes, exactly. Like it's three narratives basically, but it's with, exactly built within the same the same event, now. You know what I mean? Like right, just the thought process behind that making it. Flow and work now, even if you might pick up on the first viewing, but yeah, that's 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 admirable, man. Uh, um, right. best production design, Shape of Water. I was right. at, honestly rooted for Blade Runner 2049, uh, right. but I'm Me glad too. that Shape of Water won because, yeah, just from the, the visual aesthetic, the looks, the design, right? I get all that. It, stuff. The thing with Shape of Water is that it's my, my only issue with Shape of Water is the actual narrative itself, but everything else about Shape of Water is great, you know, yeah, so yeah, that, like, that, I can't really, like, I'm not complaining, no. yeah. I can't be mad at any of this. So that, like, that's, that's the thing, yeah. Um, best foreign language film, one that um, I, I, saw I yeah I had a cho- I had a choice between a Fantastic Woman uh, or Loveless. But I picked Loveless. Um, should right. have picked a Fantastic, Fantastic Woman. One. But yeah, that one much deserved. Well, I haven't seen it, but I, I heard it was really great. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's the one I saw. So it's like I, I knew and I, I guess expected it too. As I say, Chile kind of have the international films on lock for a while now. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, all right, cool, cool. I'm not surprised. Right. Uh, if you guys are here in rain, <laughs> that's because um, it's March and we're supposed to be having a dry season. So now we're having rain and sun. So <laughs> I don't know. We, we just have having this like really funny weird weather down here in Trinidad for like the past week or so. I'm not too sure what's going on here. But anyway, moving along. Um, best supporting actress, like we said before, Alison Genie for Itonia. Yeah. Well deserved. I thought that her performance yeah. was brilliant. Her character was so detestable, but you just love seeing her on screen, though. And you know, she just stood out a lot to me. Um, well, I mean, her and Margot Robbie, of course, shown in this film. But yeah, Alison Genie for the win. I'm really glad that right. she won. Um, you could argue for days about whether Mary J. Blige should have won for for Mudbone, but I was like, well, yeah. not, not really, not, not so much. Like Mary J. Blige was pretty good, eh? She was, but, but... not overall. Like Mary J. Blige wasn't. She didn't have the presence, in my opinion, but she was good. That's the thing, yeah. She just needed that. It's, it's almost to the point that if she didn't have that song in the very end, you would have been like, oh yeah, right, Mary J. Blige was in that movie, oh right, exactly, yeah, right. I think, but you got the, the only person I put above uh, that I would contend with, I would think was was the sister, um. 
Paul, from, um, Leslie Mantle from from Final. Yeah, Mary, exactly. That's the yeah. only person I had, uh, but not there, not Mary J. Yeah, and and that Laurie Metcalf, Metcalf, sorry, from Ladybird. No offense. Nah. And or Octavia Spencer from Shape of Water. No offense. Nah. nah. And speaking of Ladybird, ah oh boy, that 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 movie that everybody loved and praised and said it was the best movie of the year didn't win shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm surprised. The awards. Again, you say on no level, at no point the movie appealed to me as anything great or anything like that. Again, compared to every other movie I see this year um, that got nominated, it's like, yeah, this is even close to anything. And it's like so beneath all these other movies, in my opinion. You know? I, I really was like, confused as to why this movie even got nominated at all. Yeah, like you had, you had your art film in the form of Call Me By Your Name. You had the mainstream oh, stuff with Shape of Water, Dunkirk. And this one, like, like Lady Bird was like the indie film. Like that little indie right. darling, you know. But I might say Call Me My Name. Even, like, I didn't think it's that much of an art film. I just thought it was such a strong character piece when, you, when, it, when all was said and done. Yeah, but the style like, of oh, it was, was rather yeah, artsy, in my opinion. The style of it. I, I, well, yeah, a little bit. But I didn't get that. Because it didn't feel too pretentious. It was a solid character piece. Right, um, right, right. Yeah. But, but Lady Bird was like, really? Lady Bird was <laughs> no, right. so normal. Yeah, that's the thing. It was normal. It was nothing really yeah. distinct well, about it. Anyway, moving along. Um, best animated short, as I called, Dear Basketball. Right. Um, it's great. It's yeah. out right now. Just do a Google right. search for it. You'll love it. Um, I'm glad that Kobe Bryant yeah, won an Oscar. Though, like, imagine that. From, from, from basketball to winning an Oscar. So take that, Hello. Michael Jordan, and, and Space Jam. Yeah, boy. <laughs> like, 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 think about that for a minute. Just think about that Hello. for a minute. Yeah. Um, best animated feature, not surprised again, Coco. Yeah. I kind of wanted uh, Love and Vincent to win, but yeah, Coco. But have you seen uh, Have you seen Love and Vincent? Yeah. How, how how is it like in in right again? It, it just from sheer technique, it's very good. But yeah, the story is kind of flat and didn't really go anywhere. But I to me, from sheer technique, it could I guess I'm doing. Okay, right. it's just so impressive on that level. Is it a biopic or is it just a story about? Um... No, it's a story. It's about is a fella have to solve a problem involving. Uh, uh, the paintings of um, Vincent Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Right. And the, the, the big technical strength of the film is that, holy shit, they paint a movie. Yeah. That's why um, all, it, all of the frames was painted. Yeah, it reminds me of um, this movie that Richard Linklater did, um, uh, Week in Life. L- right, right, yeah. yeah. Great, great yeah. film in my opinion. I really need to, yeah. to rewatch that. Um, and to extend um, Ascana Darkly, that one film that I kind of right, yeah, because yeah, it, yeah, I that, it, was, it was like real pretentious. <laughs> but from, it's a totally different approach you take, so it's like, well, well. Oh, okay, okay, right. Yeah, um, best visual effects. Not surprised. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I called right. it. Yeah. I love the visuals for this. Um, glad that Galaxy Galaxy Volume Two got nominated. And I mean, the visuals for that were were, were it's crazy. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. Um, Star Wars, of course, obvious. But War for the Planet of the Apes. I know this is one that people would have more. A lot of people, for. yeah, a lot of people yeah. supported that. Yeah, but of course, I mean, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Just them visuals, the 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 decor, just how everything looked. I, yeah, I everything felt these looked great. Yeah. yeah. Um, best documentary short subject Heaven is a traffic jam on the 405 right, and I that title know. alone I want to see this I don't know yeah. how but I want to see it <laughs> right, I'll, I'll look it up yeah I haven't seen any any one of these um, on four, well I, I don't know if there's a rule that because I know their basketball was, was online before well it won the award so right. I, I, I just kind of always think that okay whether you win or not at least you could put them out on Vimeo or, or on YouTube for people to right. see now, you know what I mean or is it that Oscar is like the last stand and you can't submit it any other place or you can't upload it to any other platform? But I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not too sure, but I would love to see it one day. Um, best live action short film goes to The Silent Child. Haven't seen any right. one of these. I don't see that. But yeah. Best adapted screenplay, Call Me By Your Name. This right. one actually not surprised the... me because uh, I, I'd confess I was actually rooting for Logan. Though. 
I know, I know nah. it's, a, it's, nah, a, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a far stretch. I understand, nah. but nah, call I, I did not expect call you call me by your name in my opinion. I I, I call me by name was the last of of, of the of the nominated films I uh, saw. And I kind of regretted that because yeah, Colin Ryan was simply excellent. Um, yeah, especially with the I, characterization. Though. That's that's right. Yeah, fantastic. Most and it's, it seemed like a, a fantastic translation of the book. No, like much better than Mudbound, much better than anything else I saw for the year. It's right. really one of the better movies for the year for me. Right. Um, best original screenplay. Now this, to me, I'm seeing it right now, is the biggest win of the awards in my opinion. Right. This one caught me completely by surprise because I was honestly rooted for three billboards. And then I heard Get Out. And I was yeah, like, I was shocked. yes, yes. Yeah, I was shocked. I, was, I didn't yes. expect it to again. Yeah. Jordan Peele, the only black man, well, right, in like history, historically, the first black man to win for Best Original yeah. Screenplay. Yeah. But also the, the only African American to win for the awards. You know, that's that just in the full context of things. But for the mere fact that this is your debut feature film, this is your debut feature length screenplay. And you win for that. And when you think about it, it is quite original, though, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it it it, it totally deserves it. And I just yeah. like the fact that well it's a kind of horror sci-fi that gets through yes, like well, Exactly, yeah, yeah. And like he, he mentioned it in the in the um well you could tell from the film itself and from the acceptance speech is like, well, this man was really passionate about this story. It it like it was something that at times he felt it was something that uh, a story that should not be told, but he was like he just went in brave and right. just delivered this and look what it got him. So this to me is like the biggest win of the whole night. I am so yeah. glad about this. I'm I, so I proud about this. I'm really glad. You, you you were shocked, you said. Yeah, yeah. This is the only kind of surprise to me. Uh, for yeah, the me night. Too, I really yeah, didn't think yeah. you'd win, and uh, because he had a lot of shenanigans going on, be you know before now in terms of people who choose and what and whatnot. But yeah, it's a it's a good call. Um, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Really great platform. Yeah, and I hope this means that, you know, we're going to get more, you know, great movies from, from John Peel. We're not going to get yeah. Keanu again. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's it again. I, I was like, when he did Keanu, films. I was really disappointed in that. I was like, yeah, this was a mess. He did it. Yeah. Um, it didn't work at all. But um, just, you know, I was glad to see he could he pick, he pick up and do a solid. You know, he have a bunch of great ideas anyway in, in the workings now. So, yeah, yes, I, I really hope it's, it's the beginning of something great with him. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what his next project is going to be. I don't know if it's an adaptation or something or... Right. Uh, it's, some, it's something... I know you wanted to... I was hearing that you wanted to bring back Twilight Zone. Yes, uh, right, right. That, something like that. But yeah, right. I did that too. Uh, yeah. Which is interesting. But the, the thing is, as I say, all these sci-fi things, you have to do and know how to like modify it for modern audiences and make it work. I.e., so a little bit of social justice. You had to sprinkle in there. And one of the reasons why Get Out worked is because, yeah, it, it focused on these ideas. Yeah. Uh, a lot of controversial ideas that, you know, people won't touch with a 10-foot pole. Uh, he did it, and he did it reasonably well. Um, right. All the subtext agree. is what made Get Out work. It was the central concept of switching your brain with somebody else's brain, right? That yeah. is not yeah. teach you. But, um, um, and that's why it, uh, a lot of it really, really worked. Totally agree. Um, but in the subject of Twilight Zone, um, if, he, if he were to do it, I hope that they don't do what the 80s Twilight Zone did, which is take popular um episodes from these from the 1959 series right. and just modernize sure, right. it you know that that's yeah, exactly. yeah yeah i don't know the sad part is that a lot of people hollywood on foot is like notoriously lazy when it comes to like modernizing and, and and bringing um bringing stuff up to up to our modern time and like just taking the ideas to a good logical space instead yes. of just doing the same old bullshit <coughs> orville and, oh boy <laughs> yeah and that's that's one of the things you have to do with that, especially with science fiction. Science fiction, look, we, you know, the average audience member is a lot smarter in terms of imagination. So either you had to come good with the spectacle, right, 
and, and don't do anything that interesting. So you get something like Avatar or maybe the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Or um, you, 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 you take the concepts in an interesting and fascinating place, place now. And yeah, you know, we, 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 all, we nerds can again brighten in that sense. It's not just the same old bullshit now. You gotta come good. Either you take the, the more introspective social justice direction, uh, or you take the conceptual direction and make things interesting in that way. Um, but you can't, you, can't, you can't do neither. You have to do either one or both. Right. Um, and that's, that's the thing. I, I hope John Peel gives us both. He, he's a bright mind. He, he really knows it. He's a big goddamn nerd anyway. He knows a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah, cosmology yeah. And, and science anyway. So cool. Mm. Uh, again, I'm really, really glad to see um, that got through. Me too, me too, me too. And I just hope that he continues to deliver more great films. And expect him yeah. to be the next Spike Lee. You know what I mean? But just, no, just no, continue, not, like continue giving us that, you, you can't do, you see with, with social justice stuff, you can't do the chip on your shoulder black man bullshit anymore. Them days done. Yeah, right? totally agree. Yeah. The, the angry black man thing. Them days done. <laughs> yeah, you can't do yeah. that. Um, you have to know what it is about in a really, really subtle and insidious way make it work now. Um, because speaking of that, um, just, a, just a slight tangent. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler, you know, I think his next project is, is touching upon that, you know, moral paradigm, which I think he's talking about the old, um, that a big, big um, exam cheating scandal, I think, in Atlanta. Okay, not too familiar with that, but I'll, I'll, right. I'll look at that. Right, that was some years ago. Right. And I'd really love to see um, what he's going to do with that, because, from you know, it's a project that you think some, some like, it's a, the way how the story played out, it, it really came across like, as, like the racist and the usual um, regressive types. Yes. Jumped on it. It's like, ah, you see, look, them, they couldn't get through if it wasn't for cheating or something like that. And I really wanted to see how that's what I like about um, Kugler and, and people like John Peel. Like, they get into the moral scenario, yes. right? Those moral conditions to make people behave in a certain way, especially right. when, when it comes to black experience in the United States now. Yeah, and instead of just, like it just see, instead of just being simple and saying it's because I'm black and it's because you're white. And, right, right. And I would really love to see what they're doing with these these ideas. That's that's why I to do with it. Right. Um. Somebody made another joke about that. Like, if they want to make a, a kaiju movie in America, what would the subtext be? Right. Oh, well, if, Colossal tried something like that. Although I wasn't blown by blown away by Colossal, but they at least they tried something with the kaiju. Right. Well, Colossal is one, but we're talking about just the idea of a general kaiju movie. Just oh, a monster okay. attacking. You can't do anything about it. Right. What are you gonna do? And it's not some sci-fi bullshit experience. It had to be a subtext. So, um, something like what Godzilla was to the bomb. What is it for black people in the United States? Is it ah. gonna be Hurricane Katrina? Is it gonna be um, gentrification? What you could do something like that now. And that's where that's where I think the direction the storytelling should go. Yeah. Uh, you know, really touching up on these issues and, and and just making sure, you know, sorry, I think good art needs to like create a conversation. Now. You know, say well, we want about that, yeah, that, Black that's Panther. The point, yeah. Say we want about Black Panther. It did create healthy discussion involving the Black experience. <laughs> you know, yeah. worldwide. Um, Black Panthers. Yes, it's, it's Disney Marvel Cinematic Universe popcorn movie, but it did bring up questions, especially for younger people, because yes, yes, earlier you have the conversation, the more important, and you you get to the right answers faster. Yeah. Um, anyway, right. But but Next. good good points though. Um. But I I do see John Peel doing a kaiju. Uh. You know a modern kaiju film like that. Yeah. That, that I, be, I that made that joke so... already. I said like if you're doing a kaiju movie, either either it had to do one of the two things. Either had to be something along the lines of Hurricane Katrina, or just general disaster issues in the United States, or something as insidious that are very few people talking about, which is gentrification. Yes. Right. Some slow and and meticulous and 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 you know insidious. I keep using the word insidious because yes, it happens a lot. Uh, <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So that's that's just me. Anyway, next one. Okay. Next. So next one, yeah. um, next big win for me, 
Roger A. Deacons, boy, best cinematography yeah. for Blade Runner uh, 2049. Goddamn fine. 13 <laughs> times as much. Well, this is like, I think it's like the two, 13 times he's been snubbed in the awards and he finally <laughs> went. You know what I mean? Sicario, he could have won. Revenant, yeah, no? he could have won. But finally for Blade Runner 2049, which is much right. easier because I love right. them visuals. I loved them visuals, boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I like that he came in, he, he came up to the podium all humble and, you know, it's like, well, yes, I make it, you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. real glad for him. I'm real, real proud that he made it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy for that as well. Yeah, it's like one of those finally things. It's kind of like Scorsese. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, come on. Um, this yeah. one was a little bit of favoritism because um, I was rooted for Johnny Greenwood for best original score. But I gave right. it to my next boy, Alexandre Desplat, who did the excellent score for The Shape of Water. I love right. how whimsical and how magical and dreamy uh, yeah, yeah. Again, was. It, again, it work. It's, Shape of Water is one of those things that I don't mind. Like, it's not my personal favorite, but I get why it wins. You totally yeah. understand why it would win, and usually that's how Oscars is vote. Remember, I think it does go um, it does do not first past the post, but it does do. I forget the type of elections where if if your favorites don't win, your your votes will go towards the second. Now, so I get the feeling that Shape of Water was a lot of people's second. Right, right. So when when it comes to the voting now, so that's why uh, I, but it none of none of Shape of Water was like bad or a mess or anything like that. It's just the actual story itself and where the characterization was let me down a little bit but it was still yeah. fine it's totally oscar woody in my opinion yeah. so none of this is like a complete well, well that, that, that's what i want to talk about at, uh, at the very end uh, um here so um let's just uh, run through the others best original song remember me from coco right. um no offense uh, to i actually would have given some john stevens that song i find he had the best song for the year for me okay uh, all right personally i it fit especially in within uh Call me by your name, it fits so well now yeah, in the world yeah. building and you know the context of the film now. So yeah, I would give some chances. It's such excellent. I didn't expect it to be what, so good. What what I'd say though is that that song itself, Mystery of Love, is like if you were to make a music video based off that song, like that that song itself kind of encapsulates the whole movie. While yeah. admittedly, Remember Me is just like well, this is just a team. This is a part of the movie. But right. it's not the whole movie. The whole movie right. is not about Remember Me. There's more to it than that. But Mr. Love kind of sums up what Call Me By Your Name is about. So yeah, exactly. I do understand where you're coming from, um, Ricardo. Uh, yeah. Best director. One that caught right. me. Love God too. But I'll tell myself, I have a feeling they'll give it to him, you know, because yeah, the way, the way how that cameraman was just zeroing yeah. on, on Del Toro a lot. Not yeah, the Del Toro for the Shape of Water, man. Um, yeah, and, no, and you, Nolan, wasn't going to win. This, this one I wasn't surprised at all. Is the last of the three amigos. Yeah. He had to, like, I'd see him not getting it. Um, personally, I don't want PTA to get his quit. I, 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 I was thinking the same thing, too, to be honest. Right. Yeah. I want not, PTA not to Nolan, get it. Even though Nolan's my boy, but it's like... Nah. nah, I, nah Nolan didn't reach that level yet. He didn't reach right. that level. Right. Nah, for me, it was either between, um, you know, uh, Del Toro or, or PTA. That's yeah. it. Everybody else was whatever. Like, right. look, I like I like John Peel, but nah, you ain't getting that. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. You 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 yeah. you, you had to climb a little bit more. You had to make, you had to, you had more, to make yeah, some yeah. more. You, you had to do like 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 Spike Lee, you had to really put all the big hits. Once you reach yeah, that yeah. Malcolm X level, okay, right. okay, right, pops. Um, what I would say though, uh, on best director, I love when Emma Stone came in and she said, "These four men and Greta Gerwig." Everybody was like, ah, right. making noise. Yeah, but that's kind of well, bullshit. You that guy with Greta. Yeah, that kind of bullshit. Yeah, it's that kind of bullshit talking point again. I I, I wanted to like, roll my eyes at that, you know, white feminism bullshit. Because it's like, yeah, but two of the men, one black, one Hispanic, like, where's your point? 
Yeah, I mean Greta yeah, is well. fine and everything. I mean, I mean she's a great director and uh, well again it's another debut. So yeah, come it's just like Jordan Peele, it's it's your debut film. So come on, yeah, you, you don't really have any clout. Nolan yeah, but you're and still going. PT like, and look, Del Toro, them them. Yeah, if the yeah. movie was well good, I would have beaten. But the movie wasn't that good. It was like just get a going, just bring herself up fast, fast. Like look, I like she in Francis, huh? And that was about it. Like. I really I don't understand why this movie was getting nominated for anything as best director. That's kind of bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right. To me, this fella could I get best director. We call him best director nominated. Was um was Sting nominated for Blade Runner? You know that's the funny thing. Denis Villeneuve was not nominated for that. Yeah, he should be should be nominated. <laughs> well. Now now I'm wondering if it's because oh well it's a sci-fi movie man so ah he was I find uh, he was really good. But he was good as a director that, that should have been nominated for best director. The script, man. The script wasn't that good, but he I thought was great in his in his, in his director and he, the scenes and composition and how it should have move move about now. Yeah, to me he is the reason why that movie works so well, so well. in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, best actor, not surprise, but boy Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour. Yeah. Called it. Yes. I thought that he was Zico. the best thing about that movie, in my opinion. I watched over the movie yeah. again. Um, yeah. I was watching it, man. He was he was just like captivated by his role. Yeah. I was like, I, I tell him at the end that like, yeah, he going to win. He's going to win. Nah, it's a it's a it's a piece for him again. He's another person like much like with Del Toro and much like with um Roger Deakins, I should say. You know, it's high time he got that win. I I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, Timothy Chalamet. Um, I thought that he deserved the, the nomination. Pretty good. Um, especially, yeah. you, what you think about that last shot? Is remember what I yeah, said? Yeah, that's great. Like, I, I that's, understand that's, where people coming from the last shot. That's why they pick him. That's why they pick him. But it, let's leave it, and it has had him go through all the, the, the gamut of emotions in that one, what, three minutes or so. That was so brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, really well done. And it's yeah. simple. And it has leave everything out of focus in the back. Simple shot, totally worked. Mm. So, best actress, of course, not surprised, Francis McDormand, three billboards yeah. outside Ebbing, Missouri. That's a um, if I had a second pick, I guess I would have said Margot Robbie, but I, I, yeah, I, I noticed some people were more sad with Sally Hawkins. They felt like one guy in particular was seeing her. Um, um, they felt that she right. did more in terms of the acting while Francis right. was just being... Uh, yeah, that, yeah, if Sally Hawkins got through over Margot Robbie, and, and I would have been be not, not, uh, not, um, not surprised or unhappy with that. That she right. was pretty good, I thought, when he actually when all was said and done. Um, but yeah, Margot Robbie was my personal favorite uh, for the year. But yeah, mm-hmm. Francis McDonald, Tabby Matt, Cool. Yeah, uh, Meryl Streep. Well, pfft, nah. like no, <laughs> nah. sorry about that. Nah. Um, Meryl, Meryl is one of those that look. She was good in it, but that movie, everything about it, I don't know. Contextually, it just fell flat, and she wasn't good enough to hold it up. Now, compared to, you know, Margot Robbie and and Aitana, no? Yeah. Um, and what's her face? Sure, sure. I, I keep I keep pronouncing right, sure, sure, Ronan, Ronan yeah. for Lady Bird. Nah. Um, no, nah. no, no, no. Nah. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and of course, the the big one. Everybody knows who won. Well, I guess they don't know. Yeah, the Shape of Water won though. And I yeah. don't know. Once again, it's because like it was like this weird little manipulation that the awards was doing. It's almost like, well, you know, the way how we kind of talking about the show so much is like, well, yeah, it was so whimsical and so fantastical. Yeah, right. We, we kind of had to give it it. Yeah. Well, everybody else is just like, well, you know. But in my in well, my opinion, I was really rooting for Three Billboards. I was like telling myself Three okay. Billboards would win. But if it doesn't come to that point, then the shape of yeah, water I, would I, come to. I didn't like um I I I I'm gonna admit it, I didn't like Tree Rewards anywhere near as much as you. Uh but I kinda understand why it would have won, but I still when you think about it, the script a lot of it doesn't fall or flow very, very well for me overall. My my personal favorite was uh you know, um not shape of water, but um gosh, my brain looping right Phantom now. Tread. Phantom Tread, thank you. Yeah. Uh 
And yeah, I, that was my personal favorite film for the year. I would have preferred that to win, but Shape of Water wasn't that bad. Again, it's one of those second most voted kind of things. Now. Yeah. Um, well, well, now we could kind of jump into, because I was thinking about it. And I mean, as a Del Toro fan, I'm really proud, I'm really glad that the man actually won for Best Director and Best Picture. Right. You could tell he worked to get to that point. I mean, 25 years he's been he's been making films now. But... Yeah. I don't know why. While I still think Pan's Labyrinth is the best thing he ever did in his life, um, best film, um, I should say. I don't know, boy. Like Shape of Water could have come close, but that narrative, boy. So you right. know, we could just that, jump that into that argument that... that maybe they just kind of felt like, as you say, you know, what the three amigos, they, you know, it's it right. high time for him to win something. So it's like, well, here, yeah, hold that. At least yeah, right. you, you, you give me a nice little fancy movie about a fishman and a woman yep. who was in love yeah, with him. Just, so no joke. Is he joking, making um? grinding Nemo. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, let me, you know, just just hold that. Everything else was a little too grim in my opinion. In our opinion, sorry. So, let me just give it to the, to the more, to the, to the, to the fan. Um, but to it, the, to it, the it, it, it did a good job without being too, too pandering. It didn't feel too pandering. Uh, catering to the whole social justice, everybody, you know, different lifestyles, different relationship, the black woman, the mute woman, the gay guy, all of them team up against the white guy. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I just felt they could explore those those teams a little bit more. Like um I right. love where Del Toro says in the speech that um, you know, using his genre of fantasy to touch on modern social issues. Right. Which is and something it, that, he, he's kinda done well starting what doing, film, actually, what the, for what the film did what the film did quite well was this basically an inversion of the monster movie. Um historically monster movies, especially like the young the monster movies was kinda always a kinda had a it kind of implicit racist subtext it. Um, it that's what it always had. So the film inverted that now, completely, and that's that's why I think it got through. It's, it's kind of like with La La Land. You know, La La Land was it catered to old Hollywood and then inverted it from a from a subtext standpoint. Now. Um, that's why it was. Right. So it, it, you get the best of both worlds as a film. Now. It's, it's both old Hollywood monster film, and then you take that and, and invert it with a romance subplot in a really strange way. Now. Yeah. Um, You're and right. So it, it took a lot. Yeah, and, and, and you to get me, to see who's the real monster and who's the good good person kind of thing there. Yeah, and they made, and, they made it and, and to me, like like I said in my review, I, I, I felt that this was the most American film, Americana film that he's ever done before, you know? Right, um, It's exactly. about Hollywood. It's about, well, not so much about Hollywood, but it's about that life. It's about, about those times, there, those belief systems yeah. and everything like that. But just, you know, showing it to a modern audience, basically. Um, yeah, the more and more I think about it, I really can't be mad at... at you know, this film, it's it good. It's pretty damn good. It is, uh, it is, it is, yeah. So I can really say, you know, oh, it, it didn't deserve it or it didn't, nah, at no point. But it was not my favorite. You know, again, Ship, um, I think Ship, uh, Phantom Tread was my personal favorite for the year um, in terms of film, but, you know, I'd give this one third something. Again, it wasn't like um, this girl, Emma Stone, winning last year, nah, which I thought was just complete bullshit. Okay. Um, mostly because she was the worst in the category, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Uh, but this this time this was like I give it second best third best you know so and I can't be mad at that so yeah cool. yeah well, I mean like well I mean I, I can't complain about the win um I wouldn't say that it's um, one of my all time favorite movies but I think this is right. one that has to grow on me a little bit more like I need to watch a little bit more accept Michael Shannon's performance um accept right. the the characters and what they do and accept the fact that we could have gotten a little bit more out of that fish dude but still it was what it was but I think it's that yeah, I think well, it's the I'm final a big fan of Doug Jones as well eh? so yeah. that factor in as well yeah but, but I think the, 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 the key ingredient well sorry the, 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 the secret sauce the icing on the cake or the, the, the um, cherry on top was that final shot 
I think it's yeah. that final shot alone that just kind of hypnotized people and it was all like well yes you have to give it to this nice little movie with a fisherman and a woman kissing underneath you know, underwater something like that but it looked great but it looked great I admit that that yeah, was a it, nice it, final it, shot it, yeah as I say I can't be mad at that it, yeah, and the use of water in the shots was great like it, so it looked good that I can't be mad I'm really not mad at this film in any workable way so it's like alright cool but yeah. it's not personal but I'll just be clear about that yeah but, but I just wish like I don't know just maybe comparing them to somebody like Spielberg for example I wish it could have been he could have won for like a much better more impactful film that you say like how Spielberg right. won for Schindler's List and you know that's that's like a flawless movie in my opinion you know right. but this one and I don't know I guess it's because of how ta- how today's films are today in a way you know it's easy for somebody to put uh, honest trailers or some review of it where we could nitpick this and that and you know you, you, you're kind of hoping that the one film that makes it is the, the most flawless out of all of them but they're gonna right. be flaws they're gonna be little hiccups little mistakes here there, and yes i did pick up uh on them with this movie here the shape of water but still i can't complain you know what i mean it won yeah a glad film that mean he in he in the A plus club now, so I hope when he see gonna do Pacific Rim too, I hope people are actually serious no, about it. Uh, I don't know. But the, 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 now we could get uh, Mountains of Madness done, eh? So maybe you're supposed to do that. Uh that is that is what again, um, I can't remember what it was. Supposed to be a Lovecraft. Yeah, that's right, right, right. I know he always kinda dabble with Lovecraft with his um previous stuff now. Right. Like, um, but he was he was, he was he was um he was, you know, clamoring for that for ages and people was like, Well you're never gonna get out now. He could go in he could go in um any thing now and, and basically you know tell them fuck you and well now we li- we live in a post Harvey Weinstein uh you know Hollywood so you know you don't have no blatant douchebaggery when it comes to com- to controlling projects now. Yeah yeah exactly yeah and he have the clout now. Yeah. Like who's your person gonna tell him no now? Yeah. Alright, so last things last I'll say now I know um <laughs> well usually this is this is applied to, to actors and stuff, right? Usually when you get an Oscar afterwards, you just kind of wet the bed and do some kind of crappy stuff afterwards. Um, case in point, like Cooper Gooden Jr. and Nicolas Cage, you know, those guys, the, you know, where they win the award, it's like, yeah, they're on top, and then afterwards just make some garbage films, and that's it. I hope well, they yeah, don't boy. get that with Del Toro. I hope that he continues to, nah, nah, that, to that make more and more and more great movies, right? Stuff that's right. better than, than, than Shape of Water and Pants Labyrinth, by far. As I said, as I said, I want him to... He should just get... Somebody should just throw, throw some cash at him and say, look, you get to make your mountains of madness movie. Because that's the, world, that's the only thing that we ought to see. Yeah. Like, it could be his, his Lord of the Rings now. Yeah. Oh, right, right, just, right. you know, hope you don't fuck that up. I hope, I hope not too. And last, last, last things last. Um, I'm also glad that when you think about the 25 years he's been making films, right, I like... I really love the fact, sorry, that he's stuck within the genre that he loved which is fantasy he may have the you know he, he did the horror thing he did the sci-fi right. thing but it was always about fantasy he never deviated from that at all he never made some kind of coming of age drama because that's what's in and that's what will rake up the box at the box office and that's right. how you get oscar nomination the man stuck to what he know what he love what he's passionate about and you know look at where he reaching you know what i mean so think about that yeah all right, so Eddie, last thoughts on on the Oscars? Nah, or... yeah. As I said, the, what I get the feeling the, the main reason why this Oscars is so so boring and so safe is because of that fuck up from last year. Um, <laughs> and they were oh, like, boy, I, I, I love, fuck I, as this. I mentioned that I love when Delta actually look at the envelope. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a classic moment right there. Yeah, I love that. yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, and they, they just say, all right, let us play it safe. Let us mess us up. 
you know, just do it. So, from what I understand, it's one of the lower-rated Oscars as well, which is not a surprise. Um, yeah. Everybody, all, all the drama before the Oscars happened, you know, so it wasn't like a big deal or uh, a big set of old noise or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this was a solid Oscars. Nothing, nothing to complain about other than well, it just being kind of boring and straightforward. I don't know where the other guys are host because Jimmy was okay, but he was. I kind of get fed up with him, frankly. Me too. Um, Me too, to be honest. So they had, they had a guess. I don't know where they had to get. They had to get somebody to shake things up because, like, one of the reasons why uh, I think John Stewart hosted a year and he was great. Um, Seth MacFarlane hosted a year, right? Um, I think so. Yes, yes, he did. He right. Actually did like a they had to get, they had to get somebody to shake it up. Or, or where you call him? That fellow from Britain, the first office, the British office guy. Oh, um, um, gosh, I forget his name, but I know you talk about that, that right. guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he they had to get somebody like that to shake things up. But whatever is is a. A, a big part of it is the Me Too movement, and it's a post. Is I, I kind of just glad that we live in a post post Harvey Weinstein um, Oscars. Yeah. So yeah. good. You don't yeah. have no real, like blatant power manipulation and chicanery. It's more insidious power, you know, <laughs> manipulation and chicanery instead. Yeah. Um, so is is not the big broadsword hit today? Is the is the little knife stabbing here from your back, right? Um, <laughs> That's about it. I I'd really didn't have really big, big problems with it, but at the same time, I was underwhelmed in that sense. Yeah, I don't know if they had to do something to shake things up. Because I suppose their post-mortem post of the Oscars, they would have probably, that might be going through their minds as well, hopefully. Um, So we'll see you next year. But yeah, this yeah. this year was a, this, another thing is that this year was such a strong year for film. Um, Anybody winning was not a problem. True, for me. true, true. Yeah. It wasn't like, it, it wasn't like 2016 where it was like, yeah, you clearly inferior to this person. Why is he even here? Mm-hmm. Kind of bullshit. Um, so, but this year was a solid year for me. I, I didn't have any big, big, major problems. But it wasn't anything right to me about at the same time. A little too safe, but I said, it was still fine. Yeah. Um, what I would say though is that I don't know. Maybe next year you have to bring in like a black host. Like I remember that that year. I think it was like a couple of years ago where um, Chris Rock had hosted. And right. This was like the year afterwards. He was complaining about how it was just all white nominees. Right. It was exa- It was a year afterwards. Right. Um, right, so right, I right. know. Well, I know Chris Rock probably doesn't care about them kind of thing anymore. Yeah, I know maybe they I should bring in Dave Chappelle who... or somebody because he was nah, there. I suspect if it's anybody, it'll be because there's always good somebody relatively safe. So I suspect it might be even um that boy from Daily Show, Trevor Noah or something. Well, you know that's not a bad idea, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody like yeah, I suspect that he might get through next year. It, it won't be a surprise. I mean, even though um, Daily Show right now kind of sucking, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, I I haven't been following up on that at all. So glad that you told yeah. me that. Right. Right, but he's, he's a decent, he, he could work. I could see him getting through and, and hosting the Oscars. Um, John Oliver I could live with, that wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he, could, he, yeah, he, he, could, he could do it, he could do it, he could do it. Right, uh, I think to see who could go host the Oscars and make it work now. It had to be somebody professional, somebody on point now. But yeah, I could see, I could see Trevor Noah getting through. Right. Anyway. Um, but rating-wise, if, if I had to give it a rating, I'll give this, right. I'll give this like a trius. I mean, it was what it was, it would really yeah. surprise more Walmer. With the exception of um of Jordan Peele winning, I think that's like the biggest shock for me. Um right. and well Sheepa Water, like I said, I mean we we glad that we won that 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 film won. But just wish that he could have won for a better film. But you know, he still have well, years to, to make that that true masterpiece. Well more masterpieces, I should say. Anyhow, so Ricardo, where can we find you online man? Ampasat R M E D D Y, that is at R on Twitter. And then you can just type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook, you should find me there. 
Alright, Twitter, there's Legally Black MGB, MGB in capital letters, also on Facebook. Just look for my name, Machibili. Um, if you go on my page right now, you'll probably see like all the Oscar posts I was putting up on that Sunday night. And on the subject of that, I was wondering how come nobody was really doing that? Like people were just more or less waking up Monday morning and just reading stuff and yeah, I, 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 it was I real suspect, weird though, like how people was responding to it. That was saying, I, I don't think a lot of people watch this Oscar. It was yeah. kind of I understand. If, if you tell me like you pull out the actual statistics and say this is one of the lowest rated Oscars, I wouldn't be surprised. You know? And it's not like there was anything about... else to watch. Like, I mean, people done kind of turn their back on Walking Dead. Shame, I know. I, I still support the show, but still. It's like, I, what I, else, what know, else, what else was there to watch um, on a, on that Sunday night? Just seeing. Right. Um, and yeah, also, you can look for Legally Black blog, blog, sorry, official fan base, where you find a link to this podcast here, as well as the other stuff we've done before. And, you know, um, the Oscar... The, Oscar nominees reviews that we've done over the past few weeks or so, you know, I'll I'll leave the links below so you can check them out and let us know what you thought. So yeah, that's about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. This was Matthew Bailey and Carlo Medina. And we are signing off from another episode of BSB Bailey. So until the next one, take care. Peace.